We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The sound of the final buzzer means it's hangover time. So grab a drink and join your host, Alphonse Sidney, for a Miami Heat Beat post-game show. I've been telling you all year, not just one time, not two times, I've been telling you all time that he is the most important player on our team. That's right. I'm talking about Mr. 14, Mr. 14 Drip Drop, Tyler Hero. Melody's in the background because she's excited too. Let me tell you something. This guy has been averaging a thousand points a game all season. Tonight, he had 87 points, okay? 12 rebounds, 100 assists. Do you see the way that he's been playing dimes out there? And my absolute favorite. Brass, can I see my play of the game, please? Deadman gets the rebound. Here comes Tyler Hero with a heat ahead by 16. Shaking and baking and scoring. Tyler Hero coming right at the Sixers defense. This guy took all of those offseason reps and we're seeing it come to fruition now. The Heat are ready. The future is now. Tyler Hero is here. It is the year of the drip drop. Take me out. Yeah, Moose. <laughs> he win. No Alf. Alf is somewhere getting cargo shorts and uh, what is that? Rum and Coke? Crown Royal? Who knows? Crown, yeah. But we won. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. You got me, your girl Tiff. You got the crew. Brass, take me out. All right. That's it. That's it. You know, you know Moose, Great I was going to interrupt Moose. your rant and give you some of your real facts. But I figured, let me tire you out and, and get so we don't have this for the rest of the show. <laughs> oh, no, it's going to be all points. Season, and he had eight, eight, 87 today. Not that impressive when you put it like that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Frankie, the point is, this guy went from being maybe just an afterthought going into the season for most people, even though I knew what he was going to bring, 
to now being one of our most important pieces, okay? You feel his presence every single night. And I'm not just saying on the offense. Shout out to his defense as well. He's progressing on both ends of the floor. Hero penetrates. (laughs) And he hits him with a drip drop. One time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now that Moose has had his verbal seizure, we'll get that out the way. (laughs) We're going to move on and find out what are we drinking. All right, so I'm gonna hit I'm gonna hit Bond first since Moose already had his FaceTime. <laughs> Bond, what are you drinking and who was your player of the game? Oh, I forgot about player of the game. Let me see. Okay, so I have some Lumenuda, that's Pinot Grigio, and I might do some shots of some some Jose tonight. It is a drip drop night. Shout out one time to to Musa Bai and his boy. Um <laughs> one time. One time. Um my player of the game, you know, we're going to go ahead and go with Frosted. Frosted Games. That's my guy. Um, right. What, four threes tonight? Your brother. Taking uh, 29 minutes. Um, good decision making. Really good defense. Really good defensive principles tonight. Um, he plays well against the Sixers. He and Bam's chemistry. Frankie, we talked about that today. I'm going to chat a bit. Um, decision making, their chemistry have gotten a lot better. Um, and it's, it's Frosted. It's the year to drip drop in Frosted Games. All breakfast, right, all most right. important meal of the day. Hey, hey, hey breakfast. <laughs> yes, how you get out to a good start. Intentional about your breakfast choices, people. All right, so now we're going to let Brass eat. Brass, <laughs> what are you drinking? <laughs> and who's your player of the game? Uh, so tonight I make, this is a very, very old uh, cocktail. This is like, you know, 150 years old or something like that. Uh, this is called Philadelphia Fish House Punch. Mm. which is uh, cognac and creme de peche and Jamaican rum, lemon juice, uh, some cane syrup, um, some nutmeg on top. Uh, it's really it's really mm. good, but I wanted it because we Philly we fucking punched Philly in the face tonight. So I had to make a Philly punch. Um, so uh, yeah, this is delicious. And so was this game because fuck Philly. Um, and my player of the game is gonna, I, I mean, there's there's a lot of good players tonight. You know, I, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Jimmy just because this because he came out and had one of his better offensive games. There were some there were some moments he could have been more aggressive. Yes, but uh, he still he still was ag- he more aggressive than he has been as of late. So uh, and I love Jimmy going against former teammates. Okay, I like okay. that for us. All right, we got uh we got Kenny Kenny Kenny. Can you hear me? Kenny. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, Kenny. What you drinking and who's your player? So, I'm, I'm so pissed off still. So I'm drinking vodka cranberry, whatever. My player of the game is Alphonse Sydney because EADAD just made so much fucking sense tonight. And I'm not, Savon, cover your ears, by the way. The way this fucking game was officiated oh my God. in MB's favor. Like. There was one play in particular that sent me off the road. I was about to go outside and break shit. They called one on Gabe Vincent. I looked it up just now when on the countdown. Gabe Vincent is a literal 11 inches and 80 pounds smaller than Joel Embiid. And they called some bullshit on him. And the league just has, they have to make their mind up with this shit. 
They started out the beginning of the and chat. I don't give a fuck about the internet jokes right now. I'm really pissed off about the game. Look, the the, the league they gotta make the mind up. They thought, oh, hey, we're gonna stop calling these bullshit ass calls. This is good for the product, whatever the case is. And everybody's bringing that up, and that's fine. But I was watching those games. Even then, those rules did not apply to Joel Embiid, and it's fucking bullshit. It's complete bullshit. He's the biggest, one of the strongest players in the league, and he's on the floor every single fucking possession. He's not even trying to score out there. And so it's like, yeah, great. He pulled the win out. Cool. They've been winning. I don't give a fuck. Tonight was just, it was some bullshit. I almost didn't do the show. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, Jimmy played great. Tyler played great. I have all of these points I could make, but I do not care tonight because what the fuck was that? Take me out, Brad. I've never seen a rant on a dot matrix printer before. I was going to say, really I, impressive. I love when the dial-up finally reaches his anger. Leave you know what I mean? Kenny like, alone. Leave, leave Kenny alone. He's the I only one up here that we... Listen, leave leave Kenny alone. It's so funny because they're, ma- they're they're laughing at him, like, watching the show, but on the fucking pod, they're like, uh, yeah, yeah rock on, Kenny. Cool. Fuck yeah. <laughs> leave Kenny alone. Kenny, the only person up here I need Braille for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Kenny. I had to. Yeah, no. Nah, <laughs> I'm sorry, Kenny. Oh. I feel better. I got this shit off my chest. I just yes, let some of that shit. We won. Laugh it out. Let's get it out. Let's get it all out here. We won. Let's get it out. All right, Frankie. Go ahead, buddy. <laughs> uh, I got a, a bourbon and coke to drink. Uh, my player of the game. It's the only time we're gonna shout somebody out with six points. But Bam Adebayo's defense on Joel and B tonight, and yeah. everybody—they didn't do that soft switching shit. It wasn't as easy to get him off of him. Of him, he fought. And when they did switch, the 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 backline defense was swarming him. Joel Embiid, four for fifteen from the field, minus twelve, four turnovers. Hold my motherfucking dick! You suck tonight. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. God damn. All right. Whoa. Whoa. My, my first hosting job, and it ain't nothing but pixels and dicks. So big and long. No, that's actually how, it, how long it is. I'm not making that up. What is that? What is it again? It was the back end of so that quote, too. We know that's actually how it, how long it is. I'm not making that up. <laughs> He's not making it up. Yes, I witnessed. Naughty Crotty never tells a lie. Naughty Crotty. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Moose, I mean, I'm sure we already know who your player of the game is, but what are you doing? I, I, I got the monkey shoulder here. Obviously, we're celebrating a, a great win tonight against Philly. And, yes, Tyler Hero is, is my player of the game, but I want to show some love also to uh, some other people that are loosely. No, 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 no. I didn't get to go yet. So don't don't oh, okay. start. Go. Yeah. Don't start yeah. taking the grapes off the shelf. I didn't get to go, go, go. yet. Damn. Whoa. <laughs> 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 Tess, I fuck your life. So you you no, want to go now? Yeah. I want to give yeah, yeah, the no, appropriate okay. I want to okay. give the appropriate combo shout out to Max and Caleb in the fourth in the clutch. That's because yeah. mm-hmm. the between those two, they closed the door. So, you know, we didn't give them any love. We didn't really talk about them, but but those two. I also got um nothing but Tito's cuz I just didn't go to the store. <laughs> Tito's straight? That's how we straight. do it. 
So oh, yeah. oh, hit him okay. one time. Like you got that. any subs? Like Moose, that. hit me oh, one time. It is, it is a drip drop night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so uh, I, I'm going to hit you one time. I'm like afraid to speak now. What's up, I just... <laughs> I know you are. It's okay. Let it go. Let it go. You got it. It's okay. She didn't mean it. Love you, Moose. I will say, though, because I wasn't going to call out Caleb and... And Struis, who played phenomenal, but I want to give some love to the ladies at Tootsie's and, and the concierge service. Mm -hmm. at oh the yes, Hard Rock Cafe. Yes, yes. Because, uh, you know, Embiid had a hamstring situation, uh, and um, <laughs> you know, let's let's just say that that was uh, that was some good work there by the by the uh, by the staff over at Tootsie's. So uh, one time for their service, drip drop. <laughs> Listen, that's a sick situation sports, to pull you your know, hamstring in. You ever play sports, you know the one thing you might want to do, but you can't do the night before a game. We all know, mm -hmm. so shout out to the shorties for holding it down. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Tootsies. Tootsie roll. All right, all right, y'all. So I kind of want to, like, honestly – we won the game, but where I really want to discuss is where we stood on the defensive end tonight. I, because we looked locked in and not stupidly locked in, just locked in on defense from the word go. Uh, Frankie, what were you seeing out there tonight? Uh, the swarming. They didn't let uh, Embiid get comfortable when he was trying to post up early on. They they throw, throw the double team early. We talked about this in the pregame show. Uh, they used to be able to throw uh, help off of Ben Simmons a lot when he was in dunker spot, and they would uh, disrupt Embiid. And th without Harden in the lineup, they they were just throwing uh, helping off of Thibel excessively, helping off of him, forcing rotations. We saw that clip of the, of them triple teaming him at one point when he caught when he bobbled the ball out to the three point line, and uh, it was just great active defense, active hands, disrupted nothing. They, they didn't let them pass along the perimeter easily and um, just made sure he didn't have any clear or, or open looks. It started with Bam, but shout out to PJ and, and Jimmy for their disruption as well. They they both did a great job guarding him as well. <clears throat> and when they went to zone, uh, you know, guys like Strew stepped up, uh, Gabe, Caleb, and, and they made sure anytime he caught, he did catch it, they mm -hmm. went in and did, dug hard. And and got uh, got a deflection, disrupted him, loosened up the ball situation, uh, and, and it was just a team effort. Like they, they really committed to themselves. And then one of my keys to the game for for the uh, pregame show was to swarm the shooters too. They shot seventeen percent from three this game, seven of forty one from three, which it you know like you expect your 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 three pointers. Uh, to, to not be as effective on the road as home, but seven to forty-one when they've been shooting really well uh, as of late. You know that this was a great team effort defensively. Eighty-two points against a, a t one of the top contenders in the East. Great overall game and uh, game plan. Right. So um, to what Frankie was talking about the swarming defense. Uh, um, to kind of to kind of sandbag that with a comment I just saw about us not rebounding well tonight. Bond, can you talk a little bit about like what happens when you swarm on defense, where that does put you in a hole? So, and, and I loved everything that Frankie said in, in the way that you just presented that, Tiff. Um, they were swarming tonight, but in a, in, a, in a more controlled manner, which is why them not securing the rebounds was extra frustrating mm -hmm. for me tonight. Typically, and this is kind of what I was talking about to my guy, Jeremy, on Twitter. Um, typically, you know, Miami 
we laud them, um, especially like last season, I had a big issue with this. We laud them for um, their defensive prowess and their defensive approach and, and kind of their defensive tenacity. But last season, it was a lot of um, helping and recovering because we were over committing, over helping, um, getting ourselves out of positions with bad closeouts, um, gambling for loose balls and in bad positions. Um, this season, it started a little bit like that. It's been a little bit like that in places, but over as of late, and especially tonight, um, they did a good job um, with like 80% of multiple singular possessions. They they had mm -hmm. really good body control, very good control of, um, of, of kind of their energy and, and their direction. They were moving on the flight of the ball um, and being landed by the time the, the catch was made or guys are turning out of spins, being in position by the time they get out of the spins. And we're just not getting the rebound and we're, we're missing, we're not getting the rebound, we're mistiming our jumps mm -hmm. or we're just kind of doing all of that work and, and not completing the play. And, and so what they were doing, like the extra swarming and having to rotate and cover and doing all of that, that takes you out of position to rebound. You have guys who have closed out hard and now are out here um, out of bounds somewhere. So now my baseline defender has had to rotate. So now my back wing or my high wing has had to drop back. So now I'm, I'm left vulnerable from like the top wing spot. They did a good job of not doing that today. They just weren't securing rebounds, and it was really frustrating. It was like five out of seven, seven or eight, like straight um, possessions of, of just that. And that is was, a, you know, during the time when Philly was making their run. Right. Um, <clears throat> Kenny, what did you see with the, uh, the matchup between Bam and Embiid? Last year was – Bam did a great job, but what was most important is they were fronting and beating the post. He's one of the only players in the league who's really a threat down there that's not really the game anymore. And so they did a great job of fronting them, knowing that guards, for whatever reason, they're NBA players. They can't really make entry passes like that. So that's where a lot of the turnovers came from. And not to rehash this, I will just make a quick point. <laughs> Joel Embiid made, was 4 for 15 from the field. That's great. Mm -hmm. 14 free throws, though. Next six or shot three. Yeah. Ridiculous. But it was more so about the fronting and stopping him that way. And he can't guard Bam. Bam was just off tonight. It was weird. Uh, there's no explanation. They weren't, like, playing him well. He was just bad. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I, I love this comment down here. Yeah. Yeah. 
good. Ryan Tiller might, Kid said, I might be the minority, but I'm cool with Bam's game tonight. He put so much of his effort on the defense and still tried creating something on offense. Even if it didn't work out, right. uh, it's it's not like he stopped shooting. And the that's ball. the part that matters. Yeah, it's not him. like he stopped that's shooting the, the ball. It, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's the part of the comment that I love. And I actually, I think Frankie was hitting on it. Like, I like that he called out Bam as his player of the game because, yes, his offense might not have shown up tonight, but I never felt like he was – uh, fearing the offense or taking a step no. back on no. offense. It was more just he was doing so much on defense, and he was making his presence mm-hmm. felt, and we needed all of that on defense. So shout-out to Bam. He played a great game tonight. I, I couldn't have asked for more, really. To your point, Kenny, And we know the defense is never going to slip. Oh, yeah, 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 no, Bam's defense, is, is for the most part, is going to slip. Um, there was a stretch early in the season where some of the, the rangy wings were trying to have a little go at him. But um, right. to your point about Joel, um, and, and far be it for me to defend him because um, I've had, a, I guess, a pretty noted history of him not being one of the people that I uh, like so much as a player only because I felt like he hadn't taken the game serious. Like he didn't want to do it. Eating cheeseburger on the sideline 45 minutes before the game, like all the flailing, all the flopping, all the always on the floor. Um, and he does do an excessive amount of, of of falling and flailing. And I appreciated the cover your ears comment, but I talk about this like with, um, you know, like Shalise, my roommate, who who is a ref, and and she feels a lot of the same way that kind of I feel. And the like Joel has been like admitted and like kind of dogged about like trying to make refs call fouls. And I don't respect that. I don't like stuff like that. But to your point about the next closest six are only having like three. He is a big, we are an undersized team. And so it does in a vacuum, not where, you know, Joel baits refs, but in a vacuum, it kind of makes sense right. that, you know, the big playing undersized people is going to get, get kind of hit. Right. Well, I think like <clears throat> Bam, of course, and the help defense was great tonight. They, yes, were, yes. they were sending the help from all different sides yeah. and they were sending different bodies. So yeah. it was always someone different. So you didn't know who to expect. But speaking of uh, help and defense, even though this isn't a defensive play, he had a couple of good defensive steals towards the end. Brass, you want to go ahead and hit us with that ga-ga-ga of the game? Let's do it. All right, so what we got? Look at this. Who's this? My favorite Martin. I don't know about y'all. That's on. That's on one leg and one toe. Ah, he's up there. He's like almost disinterested in it. He's like, yeah, I'm used to this by now. Every game. I say that was with. There was about three three thirty left in the game, and that was such a necessary moment. It, because yes. it, it did feel like the game was kind of slipping yep. a little bit. It felt yep. like we stole, not stole back the momentum, but it was like, all right, we're, we're, we're good. We're going to put this. It away. was this, and then Max's three was yep. right after it and put us up yes. uh, 92 yes. to 80. And then that's when I was like, oh, ball game. Yeah. But, beautiful. but Moose, you can even, <clears throat> you can almost be right at that point. The momentum mm-hmm. was starting to slip a yeah. little bit. Oh, absolutely. And we were, absolutely. And, we needed and, something and, easy like that. Right, and we're looking at each other to see who's – you can see it on the court. They were looking yeah. to see who was going to make a basket, who was going to yeah. make a play. Yeah. Looking at each other. And, you know, more than not, Caleb seems to be in those moments and he's to be able to either get his hands on the ball or create the play that creates the turnover, yeah. if, you, if you guys understand what I'm saying. I've been saying it all year. Caleb on the passing lanes is arguably my favorite – 
you know, moments that he plays in the game. Like, he is so quick to just get in that space, get his hand on the ball, as you were saying, Tiff. He makes such a difference on the transition defense. Yeah. No, he does. I think I, – I wonder, though, like, if it's, – it's funny because you know he's clearly laboring. I mean, I, I, yeah. I feel like he's laboring from play to play. Like, you'll see a little spurt of energy, but then you'll notice that kind of limp as he gets back down the court. Brass, do you think at any point, anytime soon, we're going to see Caleb maybe miss a couple of games in a row? I mean, it. yeah, I mean, that could be happening at, at any moment now because, I mean, he's kind of been – He's had some some issues. Is it is it like um is it like an Achilles thing? He's sort of kind yeah, of sort dealing of with right now. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, we we could potentially see that coming up pretty soon. Um, like I said, the last I don't know if it was the last game or the game before he fell and it looked kind of mm-hmm. like, oh, right. This is not this is not good. Um, yeah, I I don't know. So I I wouldn't mind keeping his minutes, you know, kind of to a minimum because I think. I know we talk a lot about how people, the minutes are going to get cut and stuff when we get into the postseason, but I still think you still need people healthy and available to plug in holes for when your starters do get injured, and that happens all the time. So we do need him to be healthy and ready. So if we can get some rest on some of these games, um, I'm, I'm truly all for that. Okay. Um, Brass, while we're taking a little – Pause here. Do we have any subs to shout out? We absolutely have some subs. Yeah. Uh, so we have Vain Hype gifted a one month tier one sub to Joel Embiid. Uh, the determined big daddy subscribe for one month at tier one. Um, King Barros 89 resubscribe for one month at tier one. That's seven months straight for you. So thank you for that. And they say, let's go almost 1 a.m. here in Brazil and having Alexa to play Peppas on repeat. Uh, last, that's, that's awesome. Last man, uh, Stan and X resubscribe with prime. That's two months straight. Kerner kid resubscribe with prime. That's eight months straight. Uh, and let's see, Shun5190 resubscribe with Prime. That's two months for them. Huge Heat fan resubscribe with Prime. That's six months. And uh, Henry0888 gave out two community gift subs. Nice. So time to hit him with it, Moose. Love it. Thanks to everyone in the chat. Gotta hit him one time with a drip drop. Hmm. Oh yeah. We should do a waterfall one time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that a hit differently? To the person to the person to your left, stop. Just knock out like that. I'm after Kenny's connection. I I might be drinking forever. <laughs> oh shit, you're right. You're oh my god. Oh, that's true. That is true. <laughs> We got Brian here said, uh, according to Caleb, his Achilles soreness is in between stage where he knows it'll hurt at the end of the day, though uh, nobody cares because how many guys play through injuries play like you're not hurt. I mean, I yes, mean, I that's great, but I'd rather <laughs> him not. Famous <laughs> last words. That's a young man's And like, I understand yeah. what he's saying because, yes, a sore Achilles, it's not going to heal quickly like that's yeah, gonna take true. weeks yeah. maybe months of just like resting it we don't have that time but what i will say to brass's point of like saving them 
I don't want to see him on the on a second night of a back-to-back. Right. No. I really don't. Like I, that still bothers me from the last game. And yes, yeah. he played amazing, and we ended up needing him in the last game. But those second night back-to-backs, I mean, same for Butler. You saw the way Butler looked in the first half today. He had those spry legs. Like we're not. You we're, know who's the only person well right now? Let's not jinx it. You know, the only people that I think that I need to see or like want to see nightly are. Or not need to want to, because you know, you know, everyone needs that time and stuff. Like I don't, I'm not mad at Tyler playing every single of the rest of these remaining games or Gabe or Gabe. <laughs> and only Gabe's been sturdy. Gabe hasn't had like any. He had COVID the one time, but he hasn't had anything naggy. I think every game he continues to get kind of in a better, better rhythm with whoever's out there going. Yeah. Jimmy's gonna need his rest. We kind of want Caleb to get some rest. Bam might need some and rest. Tyler's just and Tyler just got back. Yeah. PJ going yeah. to need rest. Devin will need rest. You know, yeah. and, and, and Max. And maybe Max. Yeah. There's Max guys can, you would Max like to see, like, one guy play, have the first night of a back-to-back off and other yeah. guys. Yeah, something like that. Yep. Yes. So, like, right. like Depot like and that. Caleb can bounce off. Because I don't want people right. playing back-to-backs. Right. For what? For what? Starting off. just no got her back. Exactly. exactly. A lot of these in the guys, playoffs, and, and, there are no back to backs. Like, yeah. that's, 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 it's, 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 it's such a dumb thing in general. Like having these guys play back to back. The season is already probably way too long, and then a bunch of these games together, it's completely ridiculous. You got to treat totally it like the Spurs agree. at this point. Like, season yeah. should yeah. be like right. sixty games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, right now I don't want Kenny on a back to back because his internet's looking great right now. So like, <laughs> it's kind of going out. So let's keep that up. We'll rest you. You're do, you've been yeah. doing too many back to back. Right, right. <laughs> Kenny, I'm, we're gonna rest you real quick while we uh, while we go through uh, Bond's breakdowns. Oh yeah. Oh, hold on, hold up. Let me break it down so it can forever and consistently be broke. Nice transition. I like it. So thank you. I got four for us tonight. Um, one offensive, three defensive. You can go ahead, Brass. So, Paul, so we're starting off. This is Jimmy Bam, Duncan, um, Gabe, and who am I missing? I think PJ's in. And PJ, boom. So, so, so Gabe pinned down for, for Bam. Bam kind of catches at the nail. Gabe's going to do this kind of screen across for PJ. Go ahead, Bam kicks to Jimmy. And then Bam gets in position with Gabe. Pause. So, dang, take it back a little bit, or start from the beginning, please. Sorry, press. Um, go ahead. So they're so they're running this action. Um, a little bit before this, though, they ran it a different way. So pause here. So before Duncan went underneath both of these. Um, this variation this time through Duncan goes through this elevator before he ran underneath them as if it was a little stag and then took kind of his one dribble into the little, there was a dimple of space that settled behind um, Gabe. Here he comes through the elevator, go ahead, <clears throat> gets it, doesn't have it, um, flips it right here with Bam. And then this worked because Gabe spaces down. Had Gabe kind of stayed where he was, Tyrese could have um, dig, could have dug a little bit, Gabe space down. And and I and I like the I like the play, especially building doing different variations of the type of set. Go ahead. So defensively, um pause. So Jimmy's identifying who he's taking. He has Tobias. Um Bam has Joel and PJ has has Tyrese Maxey. Gabe and Duncan are matched up on the left side. Um typically this is pretty ideal. This is kind of what you want. You kind of want 
Jimmy on the on the rangy mid-range player. Um, I guess PJ on the kind of quick guard, give them some space to drive into and, you know, bam, on their center. Um, this isn't what Philly wants, though. So go and run Tyrese off of this stag. Go ahead, press. And now, pause. So now Jimmy gets caught up in the middle. He's going to have to recover back to Tobias. Bam is switched out on Tyrese. And this is, again, to Jeremy's point, this is a little bit of what I was talking about, um, of bad discipline in, in the body, right? Go ahead. Tyrese kicks to Tobias. Jimmy, boom, takes himself out of position just a little bit on the lunge. PJ does a great job of recovering. Bam does a, a, a world-class job of recovering here. Good mm -hmm. contest. Um, and then we get the... We get the, I guess, out of bounds. Uh, good defense, solid defense. One little kind of little off balance motion, and we kind of takes ourselves out. But our defensive talent and just instinct is kind of able to overcome. Go ahead. On this next play, though, um, this is kind of what I was talking about earlier. Go ahead. We're in this pause. We're in the zone. Gabe checks down to help with Deadman at the free throw line and then recovers back short, keeps this wing player under control. Go ahead. Caleb is moving on the flight of the ball. So he's there when that happens. That's a good dig by Gabe. That's a good jump here, but to stay down, stay in position. Max is down here spry and moving. Good dig, Gabe. We do all the things and then we miss time the fucking jump and we don't get the rebound and then they get an <laughs> offensive putback. Run it again. No, for real. This is the shit I, I'm dead ass. Because it's kept going. It kept going. Great it happened dig. a few times. Good closeout. Yeah, it did. On the yeah. flight. Yep. Good dig. I'm, I'm live. I'm active. I jump. I'm not out of position, though. I'm here. Max is live. I'm, my body's here. We Why are we both jumping? We don't rebound. Right. Or box out. <laughs> Jesus. You do like 87% of the thing and then not complete it. Yep. Um, and then the last one. Uh, what is this? Is this the zone defense? What is happening here? Um, We get this switch. Oh, okay. I know what I wanted to talk about here. Okay, start this from the beginning. Sorry. So, last one. Um, so, pause. So, they were doing this stuff on the, on the right side. It reverses to the left. Gabe is in great position right here. Duncan has his guy in the corner. He's trying to back cut or come off the screen. Gabe has turned his body enough so that whether this dude pops up, he can take that and Duncan can take back. Or they could just go their separate ways. Like Gabe's a good spot to kind of choose whatever. And he's also in a great spot for what ends up happening. Go ahead. His dude catches the ball. Pause. He kind of pops back. Has him corralled in the corner. Um, and now he has him under control. Uh, Bam is coming to help on the screen. Go ahead, Brass. Duncan. Boom. Pause. So, Frankie, like you were talking earlier about Philly. Um, or about used to being able to double off of. Ben Simmons in the dunker spot. Kind of watch yeah. Duncan a bit. So go ahead. Gabe fights over the screen. Duncan doesn't come out. Duncan stays in help. Like that's a Ben. Pause. My only issue is that Duncan comes topside. Mm. Um, Joel is a little bit big. I think Joel maybe before he got pushed out could have found his way back baseline. Tobias has Gabe pinned right here. Or or whoever this is. That's not Tobias. Whoever 22 is has Gabe pinned. Dibble. Dibble. Um, boom. But they, they keep under control. Go ahead. Joel kicks it out. And the diagonal pass is the best pass to recover to because there's no one else in the corner to pass to um, as if you were passing it up top. You can take me out. I like a lot of what Miami did tonight defensively. Sorry, that was a little long-winded. Um, there was a lot of – I think they did some some stuff with some, some detail and a little bit of intricacy and, like, a lot of discipline. And I think they're going to have to be able to tighten and hone in on that even – you know, even more as they progress down the stretch. 
right. I love that. So I want to I want to throw out really quickly to the chat that we're gonna take a couple of questions within the Ooh. next five minutes. So if you got anything you want to know as far as heat, if you want to know why Moose lives in the shoebox, <laughs> tell you. if you want to know why I'm in an undis undisclosed location now, <laughs> feel free throw them out there. Um, so My I quickly there's names. a couple of other. <laughs> there's a couple other things i kind of want to touch on um the bench is this the best bench in the league yeah Absolutely. yeah no question yeah. i think so i think so I mean, it's I mean, none it's, of it there's, the there's names, no close second the name's not gonna jump at you and that's a lot of people's that's problems exactly. yes, that they are pay attention to names the name's not gonna jump at you at all but it probably is that's that's exactly the point I was gonna make, Bon. I was gonna say you ask anybody around the NBA that's not watching the Heat consistently, they're not gonna say us because we don't have that name recognition. But you watch us play. I mean, there's depth all over. There's guys that can play multiple positions. Spo has a lot to work with. There's a lot of different pieces in this puzzle. Um, I think it's really, it was way more way more depth than we expected going into the season. We have a three game lead as a one seed in the Eastern Conference. A three game lead. Yeah, think about that. That's substantial, right? Substantial considering for, I mean, how how, how long? Two thirds of the season, like we we didn't even have like most of the we starters. Keep growing it, brass. Yeah. It was a half game, a game and a half. Two, we, three, yeah, right, so right. You know, there have been times in the past where maybe we like touch a one seed and then we kind of dip and we'll lose four or five straight or something. Like. That's not that's not the case this season. That's okay. not the case, and they're beating good teams. And again. You know, the, as depressing as that Milwaukee loss was the other day, it was a one point loss, right? Yep. I yeah. mean, yes, they're they are they are yeah. in it, you know, and in these in this stretch of games, once again, Kyle Lowry. I'm not sure exactly what the situation is. Hope hope the best for Kyle, personal reasons still. Um, you know, he's been out for for this stretch. Uh, Monday, not sure if you heard, Depot comes back. Depot um, day. Depot day. day. So oh, we get with a <laughs> still a work in progress and figuring it out. I so, uh, yeah, I mean, I just I think and I think that the fact that that we have a three game lead in the, as a one seed in the East and the entirety of the NBA, at least the, the national media is still not taking them seriously. It's because they have no idea who our bench is. Yes. Right. That's it. And that's like exactly. that, that is that's it. That's and it. the fact that they don't know who we are. I love that. Oh, I absolutely play. love that. Plays into the culture. The only, the only thing, and like while that is true, I can't name three Knicks outside of like old man face and other dudes. Who is old man face? Who is you old, know who man, old man, face. man face? is. I really don't. Who the, oh, oh, shit. RJ in my bed. RJ. RJ. <laughs> Did you not watch Hangover Time during February? Come on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Where was I? I'm not sure Tibbs knows. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, he probably does because he was playing. He was. He, they were better with the with the bench than they were with the starters for pretty much this whole season. Believe it or not. Shit, I'm trying to think. Um, like it doesn't. No. Why are you wasting your time even thinking about the right. fucking Knicks? The Knicks are shit. Yeah, no. The Knicks are even. I I I did not. I knew the Knicks were not going to be good this season. Even yeah, they're even. worse than even I expected. Isn't it great? They're bad, bad. It's so much fun. They're bad, bad. Nick's fan told me early on when I was trying not to go there, he told me, wait 20 games in. I said, okay. We got 20 games in. Just give them 20 years. They were right at 
started that damn plunge. I'm like, oh, all right, 20 games. That's right. Knicks have been on national TV the second most behind the Lakers. Uh-huh. And, and what I, do they have in common? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, a lot of yeah, uh, but uh, the, but the thing is, like, I hear a, I see a lot of people on the timeline complaining about national games. The Heat should get national games, and they're getting bumped. You know, uh, but like, why do you care? Like, legitimately, why do you care? Because speaking for myself, I don't give a flying fuck. Because the national the national crew doesn't really know how to even call these games. Yeah, you know, for the Heat, I whenever it's a national game and I can't get I can't get uh, you know Eric and and Karate. And Mitchell, appreciate and Eric and Karate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it's it's a drag. It's a it's it's honestly it's a total drag. And I just and they still drag try to find half of their time talking about other bullshit going around the league. They they have no idea how to talk about this team. So this is the same argument with people that were mad about the Christmas game. Not right. I'm like, yeah. why right. do you care? Why let them Those be at home? Let me enjoy Christmas. I, let me just I, I, watching them bullshit right. ass teams and go have a life. Doris. That's right. Mark Jones and Doris. Yeah, they, yeah they that's the crew. That, right that's, that's that's that is crew. true. That is true. But I, I say this every year. I think the Christmas game should be flexed. Like I playing on Christmas yes. is a it's it a is. big stage and you, players get a little bit of an extra bonus there. So I think some of them want to play that game and you know that should be a night where you celebrate like the teams that are playing the best at that point in the season. Yeah. yeah, at that point, yeah, this is, yeah I, I agree with that. Yeah, it should be a treat. I, I understand the Christmas games are fun and they are important, yeah. but it's the same style of argument. Like, eh, they don't really give a yeah. fuck about you guys anyway, for real, for real. Until you know, just let it be. Just Man, did you be. hear? Did you hear? Uh, Karate had or not Karate? Uh, Eric had another burn tonight. Oh. Did you hear? Did you hear this one? So Millsap goes up and he totally airballs a three. Listen to this. Millsap for the three. Did somebody move the basket on Paul Millsap? Oh, <laughs> I heard that. No. I heard that real time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, I love. Uh, I'm not here. I love it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not choosing any national guy over that guy. Yeah, I don't no, care. I, no. I, don't, I don't need fucking Jay Williams approval. Get the fuck out of here. Give me E. <laughs> it's cool. What is Jay Williams going to say to me that I'm going to respect? Nothing. I don't. Like, you know what, Kenny? I'm not wrong. Hey, you, I'm not wrong. Am I wrong? You know, you're not. I'm, and that's why I'm pissed Listen, off we, because we, I'm gonna let you have it. I'll allow it. Know, I just, sometimes I just don't want to deal with the Valley Sports app. That's all I do. That's, that's true. That's true. It went, it went out to the ESPN. I don't want right. to watch the game on my phone. I want to watch it on TV, and, and the ESPN app works a lot better. I'm fuck the other. <laughs> <laughs> Another day, I forgot who it was when E. Reed told that man with all that talking you doing, you your guard that fucking screen is coming. Oh, I was crazy. done because <laughs> no dead ass. Like what? We gotta fight. You let me get hit like that. What the hell? But yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah, we, we, I think right, wasn't it? Huh? Wasn't that Tristan Thompson and Debbie? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yeah. I think like we're asking for things we don't actually want. Like, do we really want to see Stephen A. Smith? And Kendrick Perkins arguing no. over Bam. No, you don't. No, you really we, we don't. really don't. We really don't. I mean, if something informed. funny will come out of it, I kind of do. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's shit to talk about. No, they could the Eighty-two games, no. man. Yeah, yeah, we don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm good on that personally. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm good. Miami so Heat, Nikias Duncan. 
let me, let me transition to I, I actually grabbed a couple of questions. Um, okay, yeah, I was trying to find some. Okay, that I saw. So um, obviously, a couple are Vic related. So I'm going to kind of meld these into uh, what, what are our expectations for Vic's return? Mm. Okay, I, I guess I'll go. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we were talking about Caleb earlier, and I was going to get the point. I think once Vic comes back, Caleb may see a couple games off to get Vic acclimated, kind of figure out how he's going to be. But I want to tell the people at home, don't expect Indiana Oladipo. Just expect him to be great on defense, get to the basket, make some plays, get on transition. So get, expect like a good 12, 15, maybe 18 sometimes. If he goes above that, I love it. But – don't set yourself up for disappointment. Think you're getting multiple time All Star Victor Oladipo off two years of injury. Thank He's you. gonna be good. He's gonna contribute. He's gonna contribute to winning. But don't set yourself up. I mean, Vic on one leg was better that, than most of our team last year. Yeah, oh, that's fine. I understand that. I, I, I'm with Kenny. I'm excited for it. I want to see him defensively more than anything. That's what I'm looking yeah. forward to. But do not expect him to just come out there and drop 20 points. Like, I, I just don't want people to get their expectations to a Loose. level that's not fair to. to Why? To don't you want to wake on, up? Man. Don't you want to wake up in the morning and like see Kenny having a Twitter fight with Just Pants no. 2020? I mean, that's happen regardless. <laughs> Kenny, Kenny gets into it with everyone at like just 4 o'clock in the morning on Twitter. <laughs> I can't. I can't wait for Depot to come out fire and fucking and have Moose eat it when he, when he, he does. When he finally sees uh, Victor Cafecito out there on the court, I hope he does. Listen, I'm not. I'm not a Victor Oladipo hater. I just don't like the false expectations that fans put on him. The guy has not been healthy yeah. since his first year in the league. Let's let's just you know let him come back slowly. No, what I'm, I am excited about is that Kyle Vic. Jimmy, PJ, and Bam defensive lineup. That's what yeah. I'm excited about. Everything else is a bonus to me. That's what I'm looking for. Damn, Luke. <laughs> Damn, Luke. <laughs> hey, you ain't wrong when you're right. Yeah, for the for the pod audience, uh, Luke said at, at least Depot will be more consistent than Kenny's Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you just snitched to the pod audience because they don't know I'm trash like that. <laughs> Listen, oh, yeah, like, we've been watching this punk. show since you've yeah. been on. Uh, <laughs> at this point, even the listeners know your visual is trash. Right. <laughs> you can hear the distortion in the audio. It's fine. Oh, no. You can hear Kim, that white noise. We just, Kenny got antennas with foil on them. <laughs> you gotta move on yourself. Yeah, you got a little brother holding the antennas. <laughs> I told you 10 more minutes. No, nah, so on, on, on Depot, right? I think that. So I don't know if he was ever a volume scorer. I don't know if like 20 plus games were ever like the, and maybe Pacers. I'm misremembering. I know Pacers Vic was a monster, but yeah. I don't know what his stats, what his actual numbers oh, okay. were. Then. I, got you. I just, yeah. his style of play is, is kind of what I'm, I'm talking about. And you so his best while, season was 23 on 18 shots. See, on 18 shots, that's not great. Yeah, that's not, yeah, that's not and that. So, yeah, no, that's and amazing. so to say don't expect that guy back, well, I don't want that guy back. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, to, to curb expectations a little bit, I, I think – I expect to see much less of a of a difference in the outlook of, of like the, the team's output when Depot comes back than last season because when Depot came in we were all, we were not a good defensive team 
last year. Yes. We had so many defensive shortcomings and it wasn't like his big, you know, he, this big offensive output that he, he brought in his four games last season, but it was that defense. I mean, he was, the offense started. It did. It did. End of game three and four. It did. But I, but I really, but I really think the bigger difference was still is like, Oh, Look at that fucking defense that he brings because it's a defense and an energy. And I don't think there is a single player on this entire team that is more excited to get out on that fucking court than Victor Oladipo. He's been a heat fan for years yes, and he came back. He was so excited that, yeah, that, that he, he, he he came in last year and got hurt immediately (laughs) and he stuck around and he wants to run it fucking back. So I'm, I am all for that. We're in a good position where we are, again, three-game lead in the Eastern Conference. I can't state that enough. And then you have Depot coming back. We can have a week. There is time to have some growing pains for, for Depot. We can we can give him some spot minutes and let, that, let that grow. It's going, yeah. to be, it's going to be growing pain. It's going to be time yeah. for him. And I'm Absolutely. not even – I know what his defense is going to be. I am looking forward to what I do think he unlocks a different type of element offensively. And that is yeah. the part that I'm most excited about. I'm not – I'm. I know what his defense – I saw him put Steph in the corner that – for like 37 seconds yeah. at one possession yep. of one of them four games. And, and, and I half a leg. He had a, that's what I'm saying. He had a quad <laughs> tendon that wasn't attached to the bone, y'all. Like the, yeah. the surgery has been done correctly now. And so I, I'm excited to see him get downhill. The, I'm excited to see that gravity sucking defensive yeah. in going that way and just yeah. kind of all that it opens up outside. And one thing I, I really want to say like uh, about Depot, um, that was really encouraging for me last year is that when he came in, this team was kind of in a disarray uh, mm-hmm. on both ends of the floor, and they really needed him to – like, for the fans, he was just a breath of fresh air, something different, and mm-hmm. with uh, immense talent, obviously. Everybody knows his accolades and, and his, his talent. Um, but he didn't try to do too much when the team really needed that boost. He was fitting in, finding his spots, help passing the ball, moving the ball well – defending and rebounding his ass off. And that was when the team needed, could have used all-star Oladipo. So yeah. I'm very encouraged by that when, uh, by that attitude and, and, um, and show of, you know, like coming into a new situation where he, he could have tried to be, tried to do too much, try to shoot the shit out of the ball and, and try to be the hero the team needed. And he was just trying to fit in and, and help gel the, and put the team together. And so I'm, re- I was really encouraged by that. And I think this season, you know, obviously coming back, like, like you guys said, uh, after the injury um, and, and, you know, getting healthy, rehabbing with the team and being around the team, I think he's, I think he, even if he's, uh, um, you know, a once, uh, twice, three times a week kind of guy, he's going to be a, an impact. He can be an impact player. And I'm he, thinking about like, like Vic Tyler Bam and, and Caleb open floor opportunities. Oh, yeah. I just the fun and, and, and just go. I'm thinking of Drew Holiday not being able to fucking put put somebody under right under the basket. Yes. No, so yeah. crazy. Of I think fun. of Tyler here in the open court all the time too. Speaking of, so speaking of fun open court, we're forgetting about the Kyle Lowry hit aheads to Oladipo, to Jimmy, to Bam, to whoever else. Adding Oladipo to that now, another athlete. Incredible. I can't wait to see it. You have, yeah. you have it. Jimmy's like throwing it off the glass to Bam. That's like that was a lot of passes in transition. 
Yeah, it was. You gave me like, is that all in one sequence? You said like, how did Jimmy do? I'm gonna listen different. All of a sudden, with the globe yeah, that, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes that fucking Jason Terry like where we murdered him. That makes it look like nothing. It's like four half courts. I'm like, yeah, okay, okay. Hoosiers. Everyone touched the ball. Yeah, you're right though. Um, Brass, this is qu- yeah. this question is gonna be for you. Oh boy, when is the Peppas? Monday, Monday, we've been saying it. Uh, I think G said it last time. Alf is in New Orleans right now. Hopefully, he's not looking like Zion when he comes back. Uh, and uh, he comes back. yeah, he'll be back. He's, he's coming back. Uh, so Monday on uh, on Depot Day should be it should be a win. There's no there's really no excuse against the fucking Rockets. Oh God. Uh, but uh, yeah, so. That's that's what it's gonna be. So so tune in Monday night after the heat game. Siobhan, I got a question for you. So like yeah. I know I know we were missing Harden and uh and Kyle tonight. Uh but this matchup, how do you feel like what uh in the playoffs? Like say if they meet up in the playoffs, what do you what do you think is the key for this matchup? I think I think it's I think it's picking I think it's picking one thing to die by and riding with that. You either commit to letting, I think, James or Joel go off. I think the potential of letting the both of them get loose at once shakes loose the rest of their offense. I really, really do. Um, And so I think you decide, are you kind of packing it in a little bit to to be able to double down and help and recover on James or on Joel, and you're just giving that up outside offensively? Or are you taking that away from James and letting Joel, you know, maybe go for 35 to 50-ish? I think it'll be choosing kind of what you want to limit from a defensive standpoint. And I think I think one of the key matchups is two top 15 coaches of all yeah. time going at it. Yeah. Uh, you got Eric Spolster, obviously, and then you got Doc Rivers. It's all the adjustments. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Frankie. Oh my goodness. Why is that damn near perfect? That is so great. Why is he so happy to be here? Because he's the young man schooling everyone in the NBA. If you don't recognize that, that's the fake. I know. It's the young kid. That little boy scammed so many people. White. White. Fucking Doc scammed the NBA for top 15 coach. Are you shitting me? (laughs) 